What's happening? Welcome to the inaugural Perform Pod. My name is Rhys Morgan. I'm a personal trainer, and my mission is to uh, fucking mission. That's cringe already, isn't it? My aim is to help you dodge some of the bullshit that gets flung at you by the fitness industry, and uh, the fitness industry, certainly on certainly on social media, in fairness to it, does fling a hefty amount of bullshit. So I got my work cut out, but I'll do my very best for you. So I'm actually going to start my um, my podcast series by talking about myself, not because I'm a narcissist, like 90% of the influencers on social media dig, but just to give you a bit of context, for you to find out who I am, who's this turkey you're listening to, I'll try and keep it short and sweet so I don't bore you to fucking death, but uh, bear with me, maybe give me 10 minutes, if after 10 minutes you think it's shit, well then you can just stop listening then, fuck off and go and listen to someone else. Go and watch a shit hip workout on Instagram and jump around like a twat in your front room for half hour instead. Um, anyway, moving swiftly on, so like I said, my name's Reese. I'm 27 years old, somehow. Mentally I think I'm still about 7. I still live with my parents, so in many ways you could class me as a bit of a loser, I suppose. But um, I actually tend to look at it from a different angle, so... With, with the pressures of social media, especially, it's very difficult not to compare yourself to your friends. So, as a 27-year-old, a majority of my friends now are settling down. They've got houses, they've got dogs with their, their partners, they've got babies on the way, they're engaged. Um, and, it, you know, you with the social media thing, you're looking at everyone's perfect life. Although everyone looks perfect on the surface, behind closed doors, you don't know what goes on. You don't know how happy people actually are. You know, everything looks fine and dandy. But I know looking at a few boys a couple of years older than me, I'm not going to mention any names for obvious reasons, but um, they've sort of rushed into things a bit too quickly and actually ended up back at square one with a few extra issues on their plate. So, yeah, it's, it's difficult not to compare yourself. So if you're in a similar position as me, I think... You know, you've got to try and you got to try and knuckle down, find your passion, and do something you want to do with the rest of your life, rather than look at everyone around you, settle for a job that you don't really enjoy, just to try and fit in with everyone else. And I just think you're wasting your life there because I'm a big believer in the fact that you only get one go round. So I think when you're dead, you're fucking dead. End of story. That's purely my belief. If you don't share the same belief, fair enough. I'm not going to try and impose it upon you, but my belief is. You have one go, when you're dead, that's it, dead as fuck, good night, game over. Now you may think that's a bit of a bleak outlook to have on life, but for me it it works in totally the opposite way. I think if you want to have a go at something, you may as well roll the dice and have a go. If you end up a few years behind your mates, but you end up with a career you love, then so what? Focus on yourself, we're only here once, if you want to do something, do it. You know, people talk about doing going travelling all their lives and never actually get around to it. I don't want to be in a position in 10 years' time where I look back and think, shit, I wish I'd done that. I wish I'd just rolled the dice and had a go. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, you know, but until you try, you just don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, I still live with my parents. The other thing, I'm very grateful to have both my parents. So, obviously, a lot of people are not fortunate enough to have both their parents around anymore. Um... I suppose I cherish all the time I do get to spend with them, even though my mother does my head in sometimes, and she's not the best cook. L, thanks for doing my washing, and um, yeah, you're alright sometimes, I suppose. And also, I'd like to say a big thank you to Scott, if you're listening, uh, my old man, who is incidentally one of the angriest men on the planet, and a constant source of entertainment. So, even today, I'll use an example from today. So, Scott, 
was looking for his keys for about three hours this afternoon. He, he ventured into the garage this morning to do one of my, my workouts, plug, uh, a hashtag the performance hub on Facebook, private group, 10-day free trials available. Follow the link in my Instagram bio to uh, to get involved. Um, but anyway, yeah, Scott's gone into the garage to do one of my workouts. So I said, um, I said, are you sure you didn't take your, your keys out of the garage with you earlier? No, I've been out the garage twice. They're not fucking in there. I fucking... Blah, blah, blah. He's gone off on a big rant. He's turned the house upside down. And on his third trip to the garage, he's found his keys on the side next to where he was training this morning. So, um, yeah, I hate to say I told you so, Scott. But uh, if you are listening, I did tell you so. So, unlucky. So, in terms of getting into the fitness industry. So, fitness is something I've always had a keen interest in. Played rugby all my life. Dabbled with a bit of football, cricket back in the day too. Was pretty shit to those, but not too bad at rugby. Still pretty average. Um, and I've always been interested in the gym. So as soon as I was 16, I was allowed to lift weights in my gym. That was it. Chest and tries, back and buys every day. Bicep curls galore. Yeah, ever since then, it's something I've really taken interest in. I've always been a bit of a perfectionist. So I used to watch a little lot of YouTube videos, learn how to do new exercises. And yeah, it's something you know I've always really enjoyed. So as everyone who's uh, got a vague interest in sport does, I uh, went to uni and did sports science. Um, wasn't an easy ride because when I was in sixth form, I didn't really know, well, I didn't really have a fucking clue what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. I think I was late submitting my uni application because I didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do in my life. But in the end, sort of settled for sports science. I think my mother talked me around and said, look, you really like sport. Why didn't you do this? I thought, yeah, go on then. Give in anything for an easy life. So yeah, I was sorted. I was going to do sports science in uni. However, when it came to my exams... I didn't do too well, mainly because of Call of Duty World at War, the fucking zombies mode on there took over my life during the exam period, so you could say I massively underachieved. But basically, I just wasn't willing to put the work in. I came up with a B in biology, mainly because my teacher was exceptional. A big shout out, Mrs. Mitchell, if you're listening. Probably not, which was my saving grace, I think, when it came to getting onto my uni course, because, well, basically, I needed three Bs, and I got a B and two Ds some reason I decided to take Spanish and PE as well. <laughs> ended up ended up with a D in PE and a D in Spanish, which incidentally I wanted to drop at the end of year 12, but I did so badly in chemistry in year 12 that I was forced to drop that and I had to stick with Spanish in year 13 as well. So uh, yeah, all didn't go to plan, but I managed to, obviously on, on results day, didn't get into my planned uni, so I was supposed to go to Swansea, but being 2Ds, they said, nah, but you're having a fucking laugh, you think you're coming here with that. So I managed to get into uh, Uni of South Wales who th- through clearing. Yeah, quite quite a funny story on results day, actually. So all my mates are up at the crack of dawn, and some of them by 6, 7 o'clock in the morning knew exactly what they were doing, they knew if they were into uni or not. I knew I'd done... I'd I'd massively underachieved in my exams, so I think my mother got me out of bed at half past ten on results morning, dragged me out of bed, and I went down to school, oh, have you got my results, please, one expecting sparkling. So yeah, B in two Ds, I was like, right, what the fuck now? So somehow managed to get in through clearing, job done, I was on a uni course, I knew what I was doing, well, at least for three years anyway. Through uni, so with sports science, this... A lot of people think it's a bit of a Mickey Mouse course, but it's it's tough going. So you're covering a lot of biology, a lot of physics, a lot of maths, chemistry. It's really hard graft. It's a very broad spectrum of things you learn. So anything from 
physiology to coaching to sports psychology strength and conditioning you cover it all so what a lot of people do when they do sports science is they'll specialize in a certain area so they might become a physiologist they might become a teacher they might become a strength and conditioning coach but obviously me not knowing what the fuck i wanted to do again um failed to sort of specialize in any area really so came out of uni with a 2-1 i put a bit more grafting in uni sort of a level was a bit of a rocket up my ass to be honest and came out of uni and ended up just working part-time in tk max so i had this little job in tk max that I, that I did throughout sixth form in uni and yeah i graduated from uni with my my brand new sports science degree and i was doing probably eight or twelve hours work a week in tk max and that was it fucking hating my life i was looking at again comparing myself to my mates who've gone into full-time jobs earning a fortune some of them already looking to put deposits down on houses. I was thinking, oh, fucking hell, what am I doing here? I'm going to end up falling behind. So, yeah, it was just sort of pottering about living for the weekend, really. I'd play rugby on a Saturday, so I played at a decent level in the Welsh Championship. So I was getting a few few quid for that. So I had enough money to go out and have a few beers on a Saturday night. And uh, and that was my life. So, yeah, in terms of a career, I didn't have a fucking Scooby-Doo what I was going to do. So after a few months in TK Maxx, I decided, oh, maybe I'll be a strength and conditioning coach. Which again, I dropped the bollock with that one because in terms of strength and conditioning, there's not many jobs about. Certainly in the in a lot of professional sports teams, they only tend to have a handful of, of S&C coaches, strength and conditioning S&C. And without any experience, you're struggling from the start. The other thing you're struggling with is... In, qual- in terms of qualification. So when I was in uni, I actually had the chance to do a CSCS, which is a Certified Strength and Conditioning Specialist Certificate, um, which is a world-renowned qualification. And I could have had massive discount on that and done it. But obviously at the time, didn't have a fucking clue what I was doing. So I said, nah, you're all right. I won't bother with that one. So yeah, I dropped the bollock. So I, I, I started off doing some work experience. I did a bit of work with Welsh Netball. I was doing some stuff with uh, my local rugby team, so I was working with youngsters there, um, and I actually got my fitness instructor qualification, so I was thinking, oh, you know, I could go down the gym route, but at the time, jobs were limited, and I was still just doing my part-time hours in TK Maxx, and uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a bit shit, to be honest, so come the new year, I was still wandering around like a bit of a lost sheep, really, um, until I met a good friend of mine, so a good friend of mine, Chris Thomas, big shout out, introduced me to his stepdad Grant or Slimbo absolute legend of a bloke so he's he's over visiting Chris for Christmas I had a, I had a meeting with him he, Chris brought him around the house and um, he invited me to go and live with him and his wife Alison in New Zealand for a few weeks so he said come over I'll set you up with the rugby team I'll help you get a job and um, you can live with us for two or three weeks and then until you know until you find somewhere to go and live permanently and uh, two years later they finally got rid of me so um, yeah, big big shout out to Grant and Alison for pretty much adopting me for two years. I did pop home twice for Christmas to surprise my parents. Again, pretty standard thing to do. It seems like everyone who goes away does that. But uh, first year, we surprised my dad. So my mum and sister were in on it. That was easy. Everything goes over his head. So he didn't have a fucking clue. Absolutely priceless reaction when I walked in. Called me a twat, I think, and uh, told me to fuck off. But there we go. That's, that's love for you. And then um, the following year... Decided to surprise my mother, so I had my my dad and sister on the case again to you know keep everything quiet. But she's like fucking Miss Marple, so she she reckoned she knew I was coming home. But her reaction when I walked in, I reckon she was shocked. So hell, why are you lying for? 
Anyway, back to the story. So I stayed stayed in New Zealand for almost two years in total. So it was 23 months for my working holiday visa. Wanted to stay. So the Lions tour was coming up in the summer or winter in New Zealand. So it was in the July of 2017. But my visa unfortunately ran out in February 2017. So I had to fuck off out of the country before I got deported basically. So yeah, that was getting. But in terms of experience from my trip to New Zealand it was absolutely life-changing so I went over as quite the shy I'm still shy now even though you know looking at my social media you think I'm hyper confident and you know I got no worries but confidence is an easy thing to fake and a few years ago I was even shyer again so the thought of going to the other side of the world although I knew the people I was going to live with you know I'm going away from mum and dad I'm going away from my friendship group it was Basically, I was shitting myself, absolutely shitting my pants. But yeah, one thing that helped me massively was rugby. So with rugby, you're immediately thrust into an environment where you're you're playing with 20 or 30 people. So I instantly, I had 20 or 30 mates. Well, I don't know if it was instantly. I think they thought I was a bit of a twat when I arrived. Used to get uh, used to get a lot of abuse for um for wearing tight t-shirts. Now. I know a lot of a lot of the Welsh. We we do get a bit of a rep for liking our tight t-shirts and fake tan, tattoos, big arms. And certainly, yeah, there's a lot of them about in Cardiff. But, you know, I thought, I didn't think my t-shirts were particularly tight. But I think anything that fits you in New Zealand, people deem as tight. So I'm normally a size medium or large. But I think in New Zealand terms, that would make me a a double XL or a triple XL. So yeah, basically, they're just a load of scruffy fuckers who wear clothes are too big for them. But uh, I I did did end up making some, some mates for life, still to stay in touch with a lot of them. And... It was a completely life-changing experience. Um, did my confidence a world of good. And I'd highly recommend anyone who's considering doing it, especially going to New Zealand, can't recommend it highly enough. One thing I would say to do, rather than go to one of the touristy areas, so I did spend quite a bit of time in Queenstown, um, which you may have heard of. It's the adventure capital of the world, so it's really popular with tourists. But I found I didn't didn't enjoy it quite so much because basically you're you're living with a load of European people who you well you go to New Zealand to try and fucking get away from. But living in Dunedin on the South Island, of New Zealand, you are fully immersing yourself in the well in the Kiwi culture. And not only that, there's people from a lot of people from Fiji, from Samoa, from Tonga. So you've got this massive blend of cultures. And yeah, it might be a bit of a biased view. Queenstown's a brilliant place, but for me, I thought you know living in Dunedin was was far better and if you go into a country like New Zealand which is so far away to you know experience the culture over there go somewhere that allows you to do so um but yeah unfortunately I I had to leave after two years and during my time I'd I'd worked a load of different jobs so anything from I worked in a coffee factory which I fucking hated it was boiling I didn't like coffee at the time love it now at the time I hated it so I just buzzed in a coffee all day I had to wear a stupid fucking hairnet as well, which I hated. What else did I do? I was a mailman in the university, which was one of the best jobs I've ever had. Cruising around in the mail van around campus, loving life. Tunes blasting. And I ended up being a teaching assistant in a school for a while. So in New Zealand, they have intermediate schools. So in between primary and high school, you go to intermediate, which is year seven and eight. And that's supposed to set you up then for high school, which I think is a way better system than what we've got here, certainly in Wales anyway. But yeah, ended up working with year eight kids and absolutely loved it. So my plan was when I go back, right, I'm going to go into teaching. But, uh, with my 
track record of not being that organised. I managed to miss the boat for teaching in 2017. So I had to wait until the end of, I think I had to wait until September 2017 to apply for 2018. So yeah, by the time that had come around, I'd I'd got a job in a gym to just sort of tick me over for the time being. Obviously, I had my qualification already. I thought, that oh, perfect. That'll do me until I go off and do my teaching degree. So yeah, I sort of, down the track, I was doing all this work experience for teaching. And uh, I was thinking, hmm, maybe this is not all it's cracked up to be. Although teachers seem to have a bit of a jolly and they have all this time off. I was thinking, fuck me, they're under a lot of pressure here. Do I really want to be putting myself through this? So kids these days get away with absolute murder. And the, the amount of stress you're under as a teacher is just ridiculous. So my mother's a teacher. I've seen I've seen her have some shit days. Um, so that put me off a little bit. All this work experience I was doing, I was thinking, mm, do you know what? Maybe this is not for me. And I think we're teaching. If your heart's not in it, it's not for you. Because kids, as soon as they see a weakness... They'll rip you apart. And yeah, I sort of decided to change my mind. So I, I thought, oh, maybe I'll have a crack at personal training. I liked the idea of being my own boss and my destiny being in my own hands. And although, although teaching, another thing that put me off was was knowing exactly what I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life. So I thought, you know, teaching's a good income. You get a lot of time off for holidays, great way of life. But I thought, number one, do I really want to be this stressed all the time? Number two... Knowing I'm going to be doing this for the next 40 years is not something that excites me. So I thought, you know, I'd rather take destiny into my own hands. With personal training, you know, the sky's the limit. There's a lot of hard graft involved. A lot of unglamorous work that goes on behind the scenes, but I'm not going to bore you with that shit. But I thought, you know, it's something I'm really passionate about. And I think, again, that's key in life is to find your passion. Because to waste your life going through the motions doing a job you hate I just can't understand why anyone would put themselves through that so find your passion I strongly believe I found mine and uh, here we are so in terms of setting up perform I always used to look at fitness influencers on Instagram and think how is this fucking turnip who hasn't got a clue what they're talking about got a hundred thousand followers and I thought to myself you know what? I've I could offer more to people than what this fucking turkey's putting out but the, the harsh reality is a lot of a lot of people who are in the hundreds of thousands or millions of followers, a lot of them have got that many followers because people like looking at them. And yeah, I, perhaps I'm a bit behind in terms of that because uh, my arse doesn't look that great in Gymshark leggings. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll know that I'm not lying when I say that. So yeah, I'm a bit behind in terms of that, but I thought in terms of content, I could certainly provide some value to people. Um, so I talked about doing it, talking, talking, talking. Again, talking's the easy bit. When it comes to actually doing, that's the hard part. So anything, you can you can relate that to anything. So again, starting your fitness, in inverted commas, journey. Not a big fan of that saying. It's a bit, uh, a bit cringe, isn't it? But yeah, going to, that gy- going to the gym for the first time is one of the most daunting things you can do. It's exactly the same when it comes to recording yourself and putting yourself on Instagram for everyone to see. And the biggest part I was worried about, so I was reluctant to start because I thought, what are my mates going to say? For anyone who's who's played team sports, if you're a rugby player, football player, you know as soon as someone puts their foot out of line, bang, it's in the WhatsApp group and you're having an absolute pasting. So that was my that was my biggest concern and that's why I was reluctant to start for so long is because I thought, what are the boys going to say? And um, one day I came to, I, I quietly set up my, my Instagram page. 
And uh, at the time, my tagline under my logo was Unleash Your Potential. I know, fucking cringeometer off the charts. But yeah, Unleash Your Potential. And I deliberately unfollowed any of the boys because I didn't want any of them to see it. But somehow, one of them managed to get their hands on it. Screenshotted, bang, it's in the WhatsApp group. I'm having an absolute tune in. Unleash Your Potential, Unleash Your Potential, blah, blah, blah. But one thing I have learned is that you're only embarrassed if you choose to be. So if you show any sign of weakness, you're going to get rinsed. If you laugh it off, take the piss out yourself, it makes things far easier. And the abuse, in inverted commas, just got less and less over time. Certainly after I started churning content out, they sort of got fed up. I get the odd comment now and again, but I just, I literally got to a point where I couldn't give two fucks anymore. And I think if if you're thinking of starting doing what I have, You've just got to be thick-skinned, put your content out there. If they, if your mates are going to take the piss out of you, they're going to take the piss out of you. What's the worst that's going to happen? It's, it's a good laugh. Like, some of the comments I get are absolutely brilliant. So, cheers for keeping me entertained, boys. But uh, the ironic thing is, a lot of them now come to me for fitness tips. So, um, yeah, you're all a bunch of fucking hypocrites. Now, when it came to the name Perform, I trialled a load of different ideas and I didn't really want to be RMPT or Reese Morgan PT. I thought I, I want to create the brand. So I came up with all these ideas and every single one I came up with, I googled or searched on Instagram and there were already hundreds of accounts with our name or businesses or have already come up with it. So it came to the point where I was I started googling the Welsh translation of certain fitness words. Because, yeah, my, my Welsh isn't uh, isn't that great, really. Redwing off your coffee is about the extent of my knowledge. But I think I put in um, performance, and it came back with performio. So I thought, oh, it's not too bad. I took the I and the O off the end, and was left with perform. I thought, you know, do you know what? It's not a bad little play on words. It's perform, perfect form. And it's also got a bit of a double meaning, because it's, it's performance in Welsh. I thought, oh, do you know what? We'll roll with that. And, yeah, at the time I thought it was a bit shit. But uh, it is what it is, and here we are. Perform, two Fs. So that second F is very important, so uh, don't forget that. Um, you don't have to pronounce this, you know, it's a silent F, it's just perform. You don't have to be perform, or a lot of people were calling me RM perform, because I used to make my username on Instagram, obviously Reese Morgan underscore perform, but I was sick to death of being called RM perform, so I'm now perform fitness. I think it's underscore perform fitness, two Fs. Again, don't forget the second F, very fucking important. But yeah, here we are. Like I said, I didn't, re- didn't really like it, but it was unique. And um, I think there's a few performs out there. But in terms of fitness, I believe I'm the only one, certainly at the moment anyway. And that about wraps us up with the first episode. So thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. I don't know about enjoy, but you certainly tolerate it if you've listened this far. So for that, thank you. If you didn't like it, I don't know why you've bothered listening up until now. Fuck me, you could have spent your time doing something a bit more enjoyable. But yeah, if you have made it this far, please subscribe and leave me a rating, certainly if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. If you're going to leave me one star, I'd rather you not fucking bother. You know, you don't need to be a prick about it. Just, if you didn't like it, just don't listen again. Don't leave me one star. But yeah, if you could if you could take the time to, to leave me a quick review, that would be much appreciated. Hoping they're going to get a bit more interesting further down the line. I've I'm finished talking about me now for the time being, so um, surely it's going to be onwards and upwards. I'm going to endeavour to get some special guests on the show. Loose use of the word special there. I don't know how special they're going to be, but they're certainly going to be guests anyway. Um, Thank you for listening, and uh, yeah, you can fuck off now.